0: warriors and words a fantasy writing advice podcast i'm jed Hearn, author of siege of treblin and i am joined by my fellow writers starting with michael r Fletcher. oh
2: uh hi i'm michael r fletcher author of the obsidian path trilogy and some other stuff
3: rob j hayes hello i'm rob j hayes i'm recently back off holiday and knackered uh and i wrote some books like uh we'll go with the war eternal War Eternal Trilogy.
0: It's not a trilogy anymore. And lastly, Dirk Ashton. (laughs) A quintilogy. A quintuplet?
3: Uh, It's a
0: series. (laughs) A five book series. Yeah. Uh, Five book series. And our last host is Dirk
1: Ashton. I am Dirk Ashton, and I wrote the Paternus trilogy and all of Rob's books.
0: It's true. And today we're going to be doing a bunch of listener questions starting off with uh some audio questions that our listeners sent in as always you can go to our website wizardswarriorswords.com and there is a link there that will let you record a voice note to send in so the very first question comes from michael let's see if i can play it properly
2: hey guys love the podcast i was wondering if each of you could add one additional author to the podcast as a regular host regardless of their busyness or location, across time and space, alive or dead, who would you have on and why? Uh, thanks.
0: Ooh, I love this question so much. That's I, I know um, exactly who I'd have. Just across time and <laughs> yep, space Michael, you go first. as well.
2: Yeah, dead or alive. So I would have Mick Farron on. Uh, he wrote a pile of pulpy science fiction back in the 80s. Uh, he was a... Drug-using rock and roll rebel, uh, the real deal, <coughs> anarchist, uh, and absolutely brilliant. He played in bands. He toured. Um, his his publisher told him to try and write something like Star Wars, and the result was absolutely just mental. Uh, <laughs> so I would I would love to have Mick Fairnard. I think uh, I think he'd be an amazing dude to to, to chat with.
0: Okay. That sounds really interesting. I've never heard of, of that name before. Hmm.
2: Yeah. If uh, if you're younger than, say, 13 or 14 years old, you probably...
1: <laughs> <laughs> i never heard of him, I'm old. For that
2: one. <laughs> That's a <you're> year
0: old, but... <laughs> I used to read a lot. Yeah.
2: Look them up, though. Mick Farron. Dirk
0: or, or Rob, do either of you have... Who would... Oh, sorry, Mike, were you adding something? No,
2: there? it's all good.
0: <laughs>
1: Who would you have, Rob?
0: Dirk or Rob?
3: Do you? That's have That's hard. Know. Yeah, Rob, you go. I'm trying to think about it it's like, uh... who, who, who? Choose anybody? To... Anybody? Can I choose Cthulhu? I, I think know that'd be an interesting one. No, a writer. Like... I write... he wrote things. He human. wrote like there was the, there was like no. Who wrote the King in Yellow? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it I don't wasn't know. Cthulhu. Uh... Robert E. Howard. It was... No, no. Well, I mean, who, there's the no. king in yellow, and then there's Lovecraft? the king in yellow. You want Lovecraft? No, fuck Lovecraft, he's a racist. Oh, fan. oh. Um, I don't know, honestly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know enough about um, authors' personal lives. I just, I like books, uh, but I, I don't know enough about the authors to say this person would be cool to chat to. How about Bruce Campbell? He wrote books. Uh, actually, he wrote um, autobiographies
1: about his chin. That'd be awesome. He's hilarious <laughs> about his boy.
3: Like, a- no, uh, he's he's got a couple of autobiographies. He's making and, uh, shit up at uh, this point. No, I'm not. Like, oh god, I, don't, I can't <laughs> remember what the names of them are. But uh, yeah, his autobiographies have got something about, about his chin.
0: If chins could kill, there you go. As you do.
1: If chins could kill, <laughs>
0: okay. <Yeah. laughs> Sometimes authors have too much power. <laughs> and then his uh, second one, hail to the chin. <laughs> It's true. They're real. Wow. Well, so he was really just, really just uh, beating the dead horse of the Chin franchise. What was it called? The Chin Cinematic Universe. The CCU. I don't know. It could be.
1: Anyway. What about you,
0: Dirk? Who would you pick? Oh
1: God, it's so hard. Uh, for a, for like an ongoing host, like a like every episode, kind of like us. That's what he was asking. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody like. Roger Zelazny would be awesome.
0: I thought you were going to say so. Yeah,
1: but, um, I mean, of course, it'd be great to get, like, Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) But how would it be to talk to Edgar Allan Poe on a podcast every day, right? Yeah, it'd be bizarre, right? (laughs) I think it'd be exhausting, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: probably. Probably. He'd just be like, is there's, I can hear some weird sound in the background of your audio. It's like a, it's like a heartbeat or something coming from underneath someone's floorboard. Me? It's like, it's, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's. I don't know what's going on there. That's what I imagine talking with Edgar Allan Poe would be like. Oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 okay. And, and yeah, yeah. I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there
1: we go. There oh. we go. I'm moving a little slow this morning. <laughs> it's road. been a rough week.
0: Hey, you're all good, man. Yeah, I think. For me i i toss up between going with a current author who i really like who i don't think for for me personally i feel like doesn't do enough podcasts and has really great insights about writing versus someone from like a really long time ago so i'll give you the two picks the modern author is joe abercrombie because i absolutely love his writing i feel like he talks about writing in a great way and also i feel like he's not like He's not like regularly doing interviews on podcasts no. as far as I can, I can he, say, do, he I does he like does
1: them but yeah he's criminal. just a fun guy he would be a lot of fun to just have as a regular host
0: yeah absolutely yeah. I imagine he would be yeah. pretty cool um, and then the other part of my mind is what if you chose like I don't know the person who wrote like Gilgamesh or someone who wrote like <laughs> you know some of the old like ancient things from thousands of years ago like what if you had homer on and he could talk about be, like oh yeah when i was writing the Iliad. i'd be terrified okay, so be there's terrified. actually a lot of
3: debate over whether those have a single author or not there's uh, because they, the amount yeah. that's been changed over the years yeah. that i was gonna mention may, that there may never uh, have been a single author of like you know uh, yeah. Gilgamesh or the like so that would be like a rotating series of hosts of people who have contributed to uh, <laughs> i'd be
1: <laughs> i'd be afraid that if we summoned whoever wrote gilgamesh we might like get a demon
0: <laughs> Quite a possibility, yeah. Um, which would be like, wouldn't it be great for? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great? great a demon <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we've
3: already got one demon on this show. I'm not going to say who, but you know, so having two wouldn't be too much of an issue. You know who it is. His his name
1: his, na- right, his name the demon's name reminds each other out. Uh, rhymes with Michael Snatcher.
0: <laughs> I don't know who that could possibly be. Like it, that narrows it down to two or three people, but it, it doesn't doesn't give you a specific culprit, does it? Far it could be too fluffy and
2: sweet
1: to be a demon. That's <laughs> so true. That
2: be Some sort of yeah, like so... clever disguise. You'd be
1: like you'd be like the wussiest demon in the world. <laughs> He's a demon. Oh, the
2: great that demon guy. sipping tea and take a nap now. I mean, to be honest, right I do like the point fact point. that you now have so... cuddly
3: toys on, on your your shelf above you it's it's yeah. very you yeah
2: oh, yeah no they've they've he always does? been there i guess the camera angle's a little different today <laughs> was, uh, those were my my daughter's very first two stuffed animals she slept with when she was a, a baby she'd have one one bear it was a bear and a hippopotamus up there uh stuffed under each armpit so oh, they are covered
1: no. in baby sweat and vomit
2: yep I <laughs> will treasure them forever. <laughs> exactly. That's what we do.
1: I will that's never pretty, pretty ever, awesome, ever okay. wash these. It's
2: like where's your all right, well, is thanks
0: mind? uh Michael for the question there. That was actually a really fun discussion. Um and other audio question we have from Robert. Let's see if I can play that. Hang on we've got a question from Fletcher. Question Hello Jed,
3: Rob, Dirk and Mike. My name is Rob, and as you can probably tell by my Bonzer accent, like Jed, I also hail from sunny Australia, though from Melbourne, which, let's be frank, is way sexier than Perth. My question (laughs) is this, given all four of you have been offering writing advice for the better part of two years, have the shared insights you've all provided to everyone who has watched and listened helped your writing, how you write, and the end result of all that writing? And as a fellow Australian, I'm compelled to stand with Jed and say to the faux American, the actual American, and the fellow who lives in the country that lost America, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Love the podcast, and here's to many more. <laughs>
1: right, love the energy, Robert. I have no idea but what we're just
2: <laughs>
1: There was no question.
2: No, no, it was. The uh, question actually, was... Have we learned anything from doing this podcast about writing? Ah! The uh, answer is yes. No. Don't do
1: a podcast about writing? <laughs> 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 we're not have the I? Kind of people we're talking about. Yeah, I've learned all kinds <laughs> of stuff. I mean, when we get to talk to like yeah, Adrian Tchaikovsky and and you know um, Anthony, Ryan, well, why? Anthony Ryan and stuff like Brent that. Just so little, what little you're things. saying is yeah. you've
3: learned nothing from us, but you've learned things from better authors. That's
1: no, I good. have actually learned quite a bit from, from you guys <laughs> over the years,
0: but... Yeah, we
1: but want a to lot hear of it, it jerk. that's what but, the question all I, about
0: it's about what we learn
2: from but each i know other. you guys that ego
1: i know you guys so a lot of the stuff i've learned from you guys was from outside the podcast and from talking to you and reading your books and such
0: well personally i'll start with one uh, maybe just to kick us off and that is mike i a lesson that i took from you probably maybe about a year ago or so was I suppose I'd always had the mindset that like the most important thing that you could be doing was like getting your daily words down and getting that habit and just like, you know, grinding away and continuing at it. And I think one of the things that you've mentioned a few times is how like, yes, it's important to have those strong writing habits, particularly when you're starting out, but sometimes it's counterproductive to keep pushing when the story just isn't there. And sometimes you need to go off and and do some other things like go for a run, consume some other type of like media to refill your creative well go back to the drawing board and plan again. And that's something you've mentioned as well, Dirk, re-outlining throughout the novel writing process. And I had that experience like a few days ago where I was sitting down to write a scene and I just wasn't feeling excited about it. And I felt kind of stuck. And I realized, why am I putting the pressure on myself to write this if I'm not feeling excited because readers won't like it either. So I instead just went away, had to think about it for that day. And then at the end of the day had a much better direction for that scene that was pretty different and I wouldn't have got there if I had just tried to plug away um, brute force. I'm good
1: for so something.
0: Thanks for that lesson.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it, though. That was the one thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, I, that, that's the one. That if right if that anybody could take one. Episodes.
1: If anything takes one, anyone takes one thing from me. That's good. Or you could like to refresh. You can go on holiday to Scotland like Rob just did.
0: Yeah. And get
3: sunburned. It's true. I did. I've got a burned head. It's very sore up there, you know. Because uh, it's you it's it's, you know, it's, it's
1: cause, cause Scotland is known for its sunny climes.
3: It is. I mean, it's my first holiday like without outfit. hair, so I've got to get used to these things. Huh.
1: Yeah, you just need to. Yeah, there's there's wear a hat, Rob. Wear a hat.
2: I, it's I it's Rob.
1: People can get. It's Rob. Invitation. Hat Rob. Hat. And he. didn't I know,
3: wear but a hat. it was so windy that I had to put my hat in my bag because it was getting blown off my head constantly. So.
0: Uh. Windy and you never see that scene in the Lord of the Rings where Gandalf's hat just gets blown off and he goes, "You know what? Sod it! I'm giving up on this whole quest.
3: It's too windy." Have me. you Did ever you worn a that... Gandalf hat? They are so heavy. No. Wind will not touch those yeah. things.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're very heavy. All that felt. Um, the uh, the WorldCon is going to be in Scotland in two years. Yes, twenty twenty-four, Glasgow. Yeah, I want to do that. I plan to do that. I will be there. If That's all else is not well. a big
3: thing for me, it's like five hours on yeah. a train or something.
0: <laughs> be fine. But, a Single uh... train trip. Anyway, there was a question. What about the rest of you question? guys? What other lessons have you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, so, Rob, have you had any lessons? Uh, for from me, it, the old it's uh,
3: I've I've learned there's no one way of doing things because um, it's it's very easy when you don't have contact with other authors regularly to get into your your method and think this is the method but when you chat to a bunch of other authors like you know you guys and all the other guests that we've had on you quickly learn that everybody does things differently so there's no one set way of doing it you know um, and sometimes uh, it's it's good to change things up maybe maybe as a permanent sort of thing you adopt a habit of another writer or whatever or maybe just like okay for this book I'm gonna do things slightly differently. Um, you know, you might be like, I'm, I'm going to plan for this book. I'm, I'm, you know, a dedicated pantser, but for this book, I'm going to do a bit of more planning or whatever. Um, so yeah, for me, that it's, it's just that it's, it's learning that there are so many different ways of doing things
1: and no
0: one way is right.
1: Cool. It's
2: a
0: damn good lesson. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that.
1: Yeah. I pick up just little things that, that I find seeping into my writing habits all, all the time on this show.
0: Were you
2: about to say something then, Mike? Sorry. No, no. Just commenting. That was a Rob's. Was a fantastic lesson. That's actually very well put. He should probably be a writer. Yeah. I know. So every now and again, so I come Mike, up with you... a
3: gem of wisdom that I learned from someone else.
1: <laughs> so Rob Rob, has, or Mike,
2: Mike, Mike has learned nothing
1: because he already knew everything.
2: Ah, oh, I was so fantastic before any of this started. <fantastic>.
0: If anything, it's probably made your writing abilities yeah. worse. I'm a yeah, to like the first hang around with us book and, is, and it's dragged geez. you down.
2: Everything's <laughs> been just dive downhill as I learn more and more shit from you people. It's a slowly
3: dilution of perfection. You started off nice. perfect, and then just like everything else has yep. been seeping in and making you worse over time. Yep. Ah. Uh, yep. Terrible. Uh, yep. You're gonna end up writing uh Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like we all start. We all start as wonderful and innocent and brilliant, and then school ruins us.
0: True. And in this case, we are the school. Yes.
2: Okay. All righty. <laughs> next question. Moving um, right along. <laughs> uh,
0: Robert, thanks for that question. Really appreciate the shout out from a fellow Australian. I need all the support I can get. Um, much appreciated. So let's grab another listener question. Um lewis who is a patron by the way thanks lewis asks what scenario is it a good idea to publish under a pseudonym something that i believe none of us have done Uh, i've been considering it
2: um, interesting because i
0: have
3: recently taken back the rights to my science fiction thriller drones um so it's not currently available anywhere and i'm thinking of re-releasing it um more as a thriller than trying to you know target more as a thriller than a sci-fi and uh do it under a pseudonym um it would be quite a a basic pseudonym well i was thinking rj hayes but spell hayes with a z instead um oh sci-fi yeah well not really but it's just a way to sort of like um differentiate a bit and i think that's the main reason to do it and and you Mm -hmm. don't particularly
1: Mhm. Yeah, there I know I know authors who who use a pseudonym anyway just because they have a uh oop, did we lose Rob? We
0: did. Rob just disappeared.
1: Um
0: Okay, let's continue. Yeah, because they no uh
1: because because they have a, a job that they don't just want the name out there all the time, even though people do. Or um I mean she doesn't hide it, but Laura Hughes um writes under her own name. But she writes, uh, she writes as 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 Demi Harper for her lit RPG stuff or progression fantasy kind of stuff. So it's a different kind of thing. And
0: hold on, Dirk, I just need to stop you there for a second. Uh, it says Rob, there's I think low space on your computer, so the recording is not is not functioning on your browser properly. Cool. Just to, just wanted to let yeah you know just in case something happens with that. Um yeah okay cool continue um
1: and some folks write different like uh romantic fantasy under one name um epic fantasy under another name if we're really lucky we might get christian miles slash miles cameron on this show maybe soon um but he writes, foreshadowing. He writes uh-huh. uh he writes under his, his his real name Christian Cameron for his historical fiction and Miles Cameron for
0: his fantasy. So even um yeah, I feel like this was more of a common thing back in the day. Like Robin Hobb's real name is not Robin Hobb, for example. So this was something that was done back then, perhaps because publishers maybe thought that like certain names wouldn't sell as well if they like came across sounding female versus names that sounded more male or because they needed to have a more like fantasy sound to them or whatever these days i feel like that's probably less of a concern um yeah i I don't think there's i think yeah to your point dirk it probably comes down to like are you working a job where you think that an employer a potential employer like googling your name and seeing books might be bad for that then Mm -hmm probably a pseudonym is, is an okay idea and also definitely if you're doing it in different genres because the reason that's important is Amazon is going to try to figure out what <clears throat> type of people buy your book and if it's got, let's say Mike writes books about cooking and then Mike also writes books about grimdark fantasy, Amazon is going to see someone buy one of Mike's cookbooks and think, great, here's another Michael Fletcher book. It's a grimdark fantasy. I'm going to suggest it to the person who brought the cookbook. That's
1: true. I and never even, I never even thought confuse of that. that the
0: algorithm quite a bit.
1: I just learned yeah. something else uh, on this podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> so that's why it's quite common to see, um, particularly like established writers who then are also writing like nonfiction writing advice books. You will often see that they might put an extra initial in there or they might like change their name up. And that's purely just to make sure that the algorithm is not suggesting... It's not getting confused because ideally what you want to have is your name is associated with a particular type of story so that it's easier for Amazon to sell that story to other people. Now, that's not the be-all and end-all of your considerations as an author, but it is definitely good to be aware of that. So that would be my two cents on it. Mike, do you have any thoughts on pseudonyms? Uh, Something that you ever yeah, considered? No,
2: I, but, 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 I, but, the one time I sort of considered it was... Um uh shopping books a couple of years ago to publishers after beyond redemption had critically done well but not not sort of like sales wise done well and and I, I was unsure if a publisher would be like oh that's that guy who flops uh or you know or not and my agent sure. at the time was like nah he said don't bother it's fine it's well, I, right. I remember
1: right. i remember talking to mike carey uh, known for his comics, and then he wrote the, um, wrote the, uh... Yeah, yeah. The gifts well, well he, Hunter. yeah, Hunter. but he wrote, he had his uh, Felix Castor series, um, which was urban fantasy a la sort of, you know, Jim Butcherish, but his own kind of thing, and it did okay, but um, then he wanted to do th- things that were different, and his publisher said, let's do a different name. And he said for a very long time no one knew that Mr Carey was Mike Carey. And Girl with All the Gifts just blew up and did did really, really well. So um I don't know if he'll go back to to Mike Carey if he writes more straight fantasy kind of stuff.
2: A name or a book that blows up, you kinda want everything attached to that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah at least for me. But I mean mind you I'm you know, fantasy really one you know one genre with a a toe in science fiction at the moment mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i read a very good uh review of rob's um titan hoppers somebody loved it
3: you mean
2: that book that isn't they said out, how yeah, does he how, anyway. i'm amazed yeah.
1: how does he keep getting better and better
2: yeah, I know. Plus, well, he's, he's learning shit clearly. from us on this podcast that's that's absolutely. right
3: <laughs> correct So, I'm sorry, I'm back now. I don't know if it's going to let me silent. stay or not. Hello, I am back.
1: <laughs>
3: hey,
0: we'll wrap this up in <coughs> a few minutes anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, how is Titan Hoppers coming along?
3: Uh it's it's coming it's on the 12th of July, so you know it seems to be coming along well. Uh, it's been well received by
0: art. Oh well, that will be not long after this episode comes out. Cool, is the, uh, Titan Hoppers cover
2: art actually finished. The real cover art, yeah.
0: Oh, is it? Is it? Rob's recording isn't working again so let's let's maybe just like let's nice. finish while we're on a semi-good note here and then we'll try to fix this off air. Um, thank you for sending in your questions to the show. As a reminder, if you go to wizardswarriorswords.com there is a button on there that lets you record a voice message for the show. Um, also, if you would like to have priority access to your questions on the show, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wizardswarriorswords um, and you can get bonus episodes on there and also um, faster access to getting your questions answered on the show. So thank you for listening or watching and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Ciao.